coming up on this week's episode. Um, But I think that's so important about friendships is to be able to know, one, know what someone's vision is and see them in that vision when they are going through a moment of like self-doubt and reminding them of like, this is what you wanted. This is how I see you. Even if you can't see yourself or remember what you're working towards in this particular moment. Yeah. To me, that's that's true accountability. I want to circle back to that. To me, that's accountability. It's Mm. not like, did you get your, you know, protein shake in today? Did you do your (laughs) 10,000? Like, I'm like, I don't fucking care about the minutia of it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, to me, that's accountability. It's like holding someone Mm. to their truth. Yeah. Fuck, that's good. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Let's get into today's episode with my good friend, Riley Rain. And I'm so excited to be bringing back the interviews. It's my first interview of the year, and it feels really, really aligned. So Riley has actually been on my podcast twice before, and we've talked about different things. And so when I said, you know, do you want to be my first guest of the new year? She was like, duh. (laughs) But I didn't know what we were going to talk about. And so I asked her, you know, like, what's on your heart? What do you feel like you're being called to share right now? And she was like, let me sit on it for a minute and get back to you. And she sent me this like really beautiful voice note that was like, I think we should talk about our friendship. And I fell in love with that idea. <laughs> and I think it this episode's probably one of my favorites that I've recorded to date. Um, because I don't think we talk enough about conscious friendships and what good friendships look like. I know we have a ton of content out there about relationships, but I don't think we talk enough about actual friendships and (laughs) how powerful they can be. And I think after having such a tumultuous year last year, a lot of us, myself included, realized what types of friendships we want to be involved in. Like whether we were giving so much of ourselves to a friendship and it not being reciprocated or learning who are real, you know, not to sound cliche, but learning who our real friends are. If they were the ones checking in on us, seeing how we were doing, going out of their way to be like, you know, when the whole grocery crisis hit the U.S., like, were they the ones being like, are you good? Do you need eggs? Like, you know, like those small gestures. And so I'm just really grateful that Riley and I had this conversation. And I hope that you guys take away what it truly means to be a good friend, to build a healthy friendship, um, Because I think we all really deserve good friendships in our lives. And sometimes, you know, we get caught up in this paradigm of like, you've had a friend since kindergarten and they have to be your friend for the rest of your life. And some people get lucky and that works out. But I also think that as you get older, I think friendships mean something deeper and mean something more. And you really begin to discern 
you know, even if you've had a friend since kindergarten, like maybe the friend that you met two years ago gives you the space to grow or gives you the space to heal or nudges you in the right direction. So there's so many nuances, obviously, to friendship, but I just really hope that you guys enjoy this episode. You can find the link to Riley's Instagram in the show notes, or it's underscore Riley Rain. And you can head over to her Instagram and check out all of her amazing content. She's been on fire this year with creating Instagram content that's just really powerful and really meaningful. So definitely head over to her profile. And if you guys do love this episode, please give it a little rating in whatever whatever platform you're listening on share it with someone you care about, share it with a friend who you're like, yo, this podcast reminds me of our friendship. (laughs) Like, what a cute little love note. Um, Or just share it with someone that you want to be friends with. I don't know. Either way, I hope you guys enjoy it. And I will talk to you next week. Next week. All right. Be kind. Be well. Be grateful. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Hello, Riley. Hey. I'm so excited um, to have you back on the podcast again. <laughs> Me too. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So we are going to talk about friendships, conscious friendships. And you actually came up with this idea because um, I asked you, I was like, what are some of the things that like are on your heart that you want to talk about? Because I didn't want to make this, like, I don't, with coming back to the podcast, I didn't want it to be all business stuff. Um, right. Or business topics. So I kind of want to, like, mix mix up the episode. So I'm really excited to, to have this conversation and kind of, like, start the interviews back up with something like this. So what, why did you, like, how did you come up with that? idea (laughs) um that's a good question so we knew that we were going to record a podcast together and i had been on your show i think two times now um two years in a row probably and i you were like what do you want to talk about and i meditated on it for a little while i was like yeah i'll voice note you later and i was thinking like i don't want to talk about stuff that we've already talked about before and especially in a podcast episode on your show. Like, I don't want to just regurgitate stuff. And I was like, you know what? Brie and I have such a cool friendship and we have such a beautiful way of supporting each other and being there for each other and also pushing each other. We're both in the kind of creative and um, entrepreneur-ish space. And so we get each other and we see each other in that process a lot especially behind the scenes. Um, And I thought that it would be really beautiful and cool and really fun to have a conversation about what our friendship is like and how we support each other really, you know, mindfully and with a whole lot of love. I, I completely agree. And I love that. And I think to start off, like, how did we become friends? Like, I was thinking about this last night and I was like, I think we met on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, That's like all yeah. I can remember. I think it was either Instagram or Facebook a couple years ago. And then I was on your podcast. 
Um, and then we were like, we just kind of like texted each other on random holidays. <laughs> and then through the pandemic, we started to connect more on Instagram for sure. And I think we were just sending each other memes all the time. Um, Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. And then we just got really close over last year and it yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Last year through the pandemic, through everything, the shit storm of 2020, I think definitely like solidified our friendship. For sure. Like it definitely yeah. deepened it because I think we were both going, we weren't even going through similar lessons. I think they were both very different lessons, but like holding space for each other through those things was mm. kind of what I think like melded everything together. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to think back to like on all of the things that happened in 2020. Um, and there was a lot like both, both you and I had a lot of growth and learning and like very intentionally leaning into hard conversations and looking at some pretty hard things to look at uh, with a lot of intention and openness. And I think that's when we got really close because we were just having these really powerful conversations about what we were experiencing and what we were learning and growing through for ourselves. And we were just talking about that kind of thing every day. And it was so cool. Yeah. And I think too, like to go through and to go through last year with a friend or a partner or family, like whatever, mm -hmm. especially being, if you're in close quarters with them, like, I feel like you're like everyone's relationships either deepened or they fell apart. Like, I don't think there was like yeah. a middle, a middle situation. Like, right. <laughs> I feel like, especially just with everything that last year threw at everyone, threw, threw at us, like, there was definitely like deepening in connections. And I, I feel like I really, not just you, but I feel like through, for all my friends, like I really found, not to sound cliche, like I really found who my true friends are. <laughs> like, you know for what I sure. mean? Of course. Yeah. Everybody had that, that moment or maybe multiple moments where it was like very clear all of a sudden, like, oh, this is not a person that I really wanted my life because we were just stuck with each other in so many different ways. And, you know, when you're in that space, you, you get really clear on, is this person actually somebody who I want in my space and in my energy and mm -hmm. involved in my life? Or is this somebody who is convenient and I'm now realizing I don't really even like them that much? Right. Right. And I, I feel like with, with the pandemic especially a lot of our own personal issues and this is not just like me and you but everyone they definitely came to the forefront because we were really forced mm -hmm. to sit with ourselves during you know lockdown when you really can't go out and do anything and have the typical distractions and so I feel like when you're going through something on that deep of a level if you're not conscious if you're not self-aware it's really easy to start projecting those things 
um, and especially projecting them into your friendships and into your relationships. And I think we both did a really good job of not projecting that onto each other. Like, for sure. I, I don't want to like speak, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like, I, I know for myself, like, if I was having a moment, like I never, and I was like texting you or whatever, I would never feel like, I never felt as if I was putting my issues onto you. Like I, I always felt as if I was trying to have a constructive conversation of like, I'm genuinely open to the healing. I'm genuinely open to like a deeper discussion. Yeah. And I'll, I'll back you up on that. Like I never felt like you were um, like emotionally dumping on me in any kind of way um, or just like unloading whatever was going on. It, it really wasn't like that. It was very much constructive and like, Hey, I want to like welcome you into this thought process that I'm having and have a real conversation about it. And I think this is part of why I was like, let's talk about our friendship because we throughout last year and we continue to do this. We just could see each other very clearly and we see through each other's bullshit very well and in those moments it was like hey can you just like check in with me on this and let me know what you see and if it's aligning with what I see and like let me know if you see any growth points here that I'm missing like are there any blind spots and we were always um just very open with each other and like embraced that kind of constructive not criticism but just a constructive conversation that you know was informative and insightful for both of us depending on the day yeah yeah I completely agree I think the blind spots I like that term um are really important for me to see on my for myself like I sometimes get tunnel vision and I I feel like I'm a pretty self-aware person but you no matter you're never going to be a hundred percent self-aware um but there are times especially with especially you know working through my anxiety last year of I think there's a lot of blind spots in that because my head was so I was so in my head with anxiety that I couldn't see any like other other areas that I could push myself a little bit more in. And so I think it wasn't even about holding each other accountable because I don't know, I kind of take umbrage with that term of like having people hold each other accountable. And like, I I don't know. I've never, I've never loved that. Um, not that I don't love accountability, but I, I've never liked being like, do you want to be accountability buddies? <laughs> like Things like that. Um, it's just never really resonated with me. But I feel like what you kind of to tie up what you were saying of just pushing each other gently in a way that was like, hey, I'm kind of seeing this. Like, are you seeing this too? And just again, like kind of opening up that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And there were moments too, where it was maybe not so gentle where we were pushing each other, but we also had a very clear understanding that it was entirely out of love for the other person and wanting to see the other person succeed and grow and be, you know, more fully themselves and not 
um, tied down or wrapped up in anxiety or whatever like old stories or beliefs were coming up for us because we talk about that all the time and sometimes it wasn't so gentle but it was always with love and I, I think that speaking to that like one of the very cool things that both you and I have done within our friendship is there have been moments where we'll be like here's what I'm seeing here's my reflection and also like if that doesn't align with you that's totally cool or if you're not open to like opening up that conversation even more like just tell me and I'll drop it like we were so supportive of each other in both ways like yes let's have this conversation about growth or if you're not ready for that yet and you're like really in it right now and not like welcoming <laughs> the nitty-gritty pieces of the conversation we honored that and i think that's the word that i'm looking for is like we really honored each other in our process mm -hmm. personally and as friends and i think that's something that a lot of the listeners can you know gain something from yeah and i think you know we have to have space in our friendships to make mistakes there has to be space for error and for disappointment and for fucking up <laughs> like and i i know in my for myself um in you know past friendships there wasn't that space where yeah. i felt like i was constantly being judged or looked at in a certain way um, and that I didn't have room to not only not make mistakes within the friendship, but then also in my life. Like if I made a mistake, then I was going to be judged. And part of that is my own doing. I'm not putting this completely on, on, on that specific friendship. Um, my own fear of being judged, my own fear of making mistakes. So, you know, it's always, it's not just on one person. Um, but I think, yeah, if we don't have the room to say like, hey, you did this thing and it disappointed me or it made me upset and like have a conversation around it, like I don't feel like that's a, a good friendship. Yeah, I would agree with you. And I think part of that is accountability and the other part of that is just having a really strong love for the other person whoever it is and i think a lot especially in our generations because i think we kind of have two different generations that we're both like playing in but we also align <laughs> with each other but um i think that a lot of people in our age range have very shallow or kind of surface level or convenient friendships and i definitely see that paradigm shifting which is amazing and beautiful and it's coming from that that recognition too of like oh yeah this there's not there's not really space for us to have a real like robust relationship because it's just like you know what your friendship looks like on Instagram <laughs> instead of mm -hmm. what your text messages and what your phone calls all look like because ours are pretty 
intense and extensive and they go from everything from spirituality to psychology to current world events to business you know and that's something that I really really cherish in our friendship yeah I I agree I do because there's not too much of an age difference for us um but it's interesting because we were talking about school the other day and then that's when that came up of like Mm-hmm. there was like a big difference and I was like I did not experience that at all when I was like a teenager or whatever um I forgot like what the specific example was that that came up but um I do think that there is yeah there's a challenge in friendships now I think with the influence of social media of more like keeping up with like appearances versus exactly like people don't know what the text messages look like people don't know what the conversations on the phone look like um and and I for me again I don't do like I'm not good with small talk (laughs) like I'm just like not I'm just not that type of person so I think to be able to dive into especially after not knowing each other for a really long time and not having like a really solid foundation of a friendship that to go through everything of 2020 and especially those social issues and civil rights and things like that like to be able to have those conversations like some people can't even have those conversations with their own family (laughs) you know like someone's getting a dinner roll to the face type of situation so for us to be able to have those conversations and hold the space I think is so important and yeah people wouldn't know that unless we were talking about it right now. (laughs) Yeah. People really would have no idea, like, because we don't talk about it on social media. Right. And we tag each other on little Instagram stories and whatever, but there's so much that goes on offline that I think is so beautiful within our friendship that people can't see. And I'm, I'm really just like stoked that this idea for this conversation even happened because I think there's something in that for the listeners too, right? Like Mm -hmm. to recognize who are the friendships in your life where like that person checks on you on a weekly basis, if not a daily basis, like you and I ask each other how you are almost every day. Mm, That's so true. I didn't even think about that. Right. But you're also so crazy intuitive because you'll be like, how are you? And I'll be like in the middle of crying and I'll be like, what the fuck? I do know. And I'm, yes, I'm not, that that, I'm not super intuitive like that. So it always just like blows my mind when I'm like post like midday breakdown and you're like, how are you doing? <laughs> I was just thinking about hey, you and I'm like, what's up? <laughs> I'm eating hummus and, and crying. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, that is, that might be a superpower that I have that other friendships might not uh, experience. But, you know, if you have a friend like that, you're very lucky and you should keep them around. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, I feel like too, like the emotional dumping is super important because I think both you and I, at like different times, we've both been like, do you have the space to have a conversation right now? And I think those, that's a really, really powerful statement to open up with Um, Mm -hmm. because I have had friends in my life who like 
I'll be again, like in an anxious moment or like super stressed with work or something's going on. And mm-hmm. they text me this, they just like text me these super long paragraphs. And it's not that I don't care. It's never this situation, but it's like, I genuinely don't have the capacity to help exactly. you and work you work through this with you at this particular moment in time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that's so important to speak to because it's not at all like I don't care or I don't have space for you in my life or like I don't want to hear your drama or whatever. It's much, much more from a space of I I also have my own life, my own feelings and my own stress. And, you know, the, whatever, whatever's going on for me is maybe not all the, always like seen and it's okay that you don't have the capacity sometimes. Right. And that's, that is something that you and I both do when we're talking to each other that I think is so, so special because again, it comes from this place of I love you so much. And I think our friendship is so important that I don't want to just throw whatever at you. I don't want to just vent or complain or whatever. I want to check in with you first and see if you have the capacity for that and see if you're in a mindset or a headspace that you can navigate that and feel really clear. Because sometimes we're not. Sometimes we're having a really off day we're on our period or like <laughs> we're, yeah. we're just, you know, we have our own things that are causing us anxiety. And we're like, dude, I, I can't have that conversation with you right now in a way that's like clear and supportive. It would just be like us having a negativity circle. And mm-hmm. when we can check in with each other, then it's like, Hey, do you have some space? I need to vent. Or, Hey, do you have some space? I want to share this thing I'm going through with you and see if you have any uh, feedback or ideas or suggestions. Like, have you been through this too? Um, I think that's so, so much more powerful than just throwing stuff at the other person. Or like assuming that just because you're available, that the other person is also available. And I I think that's so important. Just even I mean, outside of friendships, like I think even in relationships, that was something that I'd always be scared to ask for would be like, would be the space that sometimes also needed to process things. Like, because I do, I do think it's important to kind of push, push each other like, okay, yes, Mm -hmm. like you need to, you know, work a little harder here, wherever, whatever the situation is, but just to even ask for like the space of like, I need a moment to like process all of this and not feel wrapped up in the other person's thing, thing that they're going through. Like, I think it's Mm -hmm. the opposite of codependency (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Um, for me. Like it's so, I think it's so healthy to also not only trust myself, but also trust you that like, you can take care of you. And I never Mm -hmm. feel the pressure of like, I have to like emotionally and like support my friend, my friend Riley, like all the time, you know, Um, which I feel like I've gotten in that trap with friends too, where I'm like, I'm worried that they're not okay, that I don't trust them enough that like, they're going to be okay without me. And that's a really, really Mm -hmm. toxic 
place Mm -hmm. to be. You know, obviously, like, there's exceptions to that if someone's, like, you know, going through some serious mental health issues, different situation. But, like, you know, generically speaking. Yeah. I think that's really powerful to bring up, though, because we both have had moments where we're, like, not okay. And instead of feeling like we have to be a lifeline for the other person, we reflect to the other person and we share that, like, I see, I see you and I see what you're going through. And I see, um, you know, the emotions that are coming up for you and all of that is valid. And we will also tell each other, like, I trust you to move through your process. And something I was thinking of while you were talking about that too, is like, we will have moments where if we're pushing towards a goal or we're trying to, um, you know, create something new or different in our lives. And we're talking about that. We will also remind each other. Like, I think he did this for me just this last week. I'm so hyper-focused on Instagram right now and it takes a lot. It's very energetically draining. And you reminded me, you were like, Hey, remember to like rest and listen to your body and, you know, do some yoga. And that's something that I know, and I'm cognitively aware of, right. But you were able to recognize like that I wasn't necessarily prioritizing that. And just Mm -hmm. that little reminder, like just that little nudge of like, I see you and I see what you're working towards or working with or working on whatever the context is. And remember to take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't even know if I, I don't remember if I said something, but I remember it was because I was feeling (laughs) super tired and drained. And I was like, I've been hitting it so hard this week and like getting back into the podcast and like doing all of these things that I was feeling really drained. And then you texted me like three hours later and you're like, dude, Like I'm feeling the same way. So it was kind of like, I think in that it's like the vulnerability piece of me being like, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I guess I love what I do. Um, and, but I'm tired. (laughs) And I think that sometimes, you know, we, we feel like we have to put on a mask or put on a front of like, I can do all of these things and I'm handling it really well. Mm-hmm. And there's no, oh, like there's no sharing of like the vulnerability piece of like you can hold two vastly different emotions about the same thing and both of yeah. those experiences be valid. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so powerful. You're probably right. You probably didn't say anything specifically to me, <laughs> like go do yoga, but that's what like just being it within our friendship and like having the conversations that we have and they're all natural. Like we're not, we're not intentionally like trying to be vulnerable or um, like forcing anything, if that makes sense. But when you shared that, it validated for my own experience, like, oh yeah, I'm really tired too. And I should probably, you know, take care of myself and pay attention to that a little bit more. And that's, that's kind of what I mean too, when I'm speaking to like, we can see each other's blind spots, right? Like sometimes we're explicitly calling them out and we're like, Hey, this is what I'm seeing that you haven't touched on yet. 
how does that land for you? And sometimes we're like, holy shit, you're right. And other times we're like, yeah, I'm not feeling that, but thanks for the reflection, you know? And all of that is valid and we welcome all of it. And I think that's what makes our friendship so, I don't, productive is the word that's coming to my mind, but I hate that that's like, that's not the word that I'm trying to speak to. Right. Well, I mean, it's, uh, it's kind of ironic that we're even talking about this because I went on Instagram yesterday and, you know, I've been reading um, David Goggins books, like you can't hurt me. And first of all, the dude is like so intense and there's some things that I agree with and other things that I'm like, bro, no. (laughs) Um, But he posts, so I started following him on Instagram and he posted this clip of him talking. I'll send it to you when we're done. And he was like, he's like, we always want the people around us who are like, oh, you're having a bad day. Like, let's order pizza and watch a movie. Like, he's like, we don't want the people who are like, all right, like, yeah, today sucks. But like, you know, what are you going to do about it? Like, what's, what's the, like, what's the hard conversation? So he was talking about like the different types of friendships where like we have friendships that you know, they become complicit, compl- compl- what's the word I'm trying looking for, but like they become complicit with like maybe the areas of our blind spots where we aren't productive or we aren't constructive. We're not trying to do better. So they just kind of conform to that and we become like comfortable versus like the friends that are like, no, like you need to have that difficult conversation. You need to work through that issue. You need to, you know, not eat the dairy, or like the gluten or whatever it is that, you know, doesn't make you feel good. Like those, those are the friends that he's like, you want to have around that push you in that area versus the ones who are just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, you know, let's go order a pizza and just like be vegetables. Um, so I do, I kind of agree with that. Cause I'm like, I think there does have to be space for like the day where, yeah, you eat the pizza and you watch TV and like, you're just vegging out with a friend. But I understand what he's saying. Like you want the friends that push you a little bit, um, and do sometimes make you feel uncomfortable. And I, I think it takes a really emotionally healthy person to make that discernment of like, is this friend helping me? become a better person. Like whether that's they're actively doing that or if they're just leading by that example. Yes. I fucking love that. And part of that is (laughs) because, you know, my inclination to throw a spiritual tilt on everything, like you and I have such a willingness and posture if that's a word that I can use, to really see the light and the strength and the vision that the other person has and not only hold space for the process, but also remind each other to like anchor ourselves back to that piece of us, that light and strength and vision and you know, intention to heal and to be of service and all of those beautiful things. Because there have been times both for you and for me where it's been like, we're having a moment, right? And we've been able to be like, I see you in this. 
and it's part of your process and we're going to honor it. And I also want you to remember like who you are and what you're here for. Mm -hmm. And that is so powerful. I remember you kind of said, I, I, I wish I like had, I wish I like pulled up, like can pull up the text messages, but I think one day I was like, this was a couple months ago. And I was like, really like in a spiral of anxiety. And you said something to the effects of like, this is not who you are. And I, that was so powerful for me because I get stuck in that where I think like I am my anxiety and I like blend my identity with it, especially in anxious moments. And for you to like have that, to make that statement of like, yes, you're having an experience of anxiety right now, but this is not who you are was so powerful for me. Mm, Yeah. I know. I wish, I mean, we text so often that like whatever we say that's <laughs> profound just gets drowned out and we can never find it. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, if I ever run out of storage in my phone, I'm like, oh no, it's I'm never going to have, <laughs> no, it's not because of you. It's, I mean, I text people all the time too. So there's other people's text messages in there and I'm like, I don't want to lose them, but also right? take me hours to like go through the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, it would. And you've done the same for me too. Like I have a screenshot of a text that you sent me that you kind of sent jokingly. And I was like, I'm going to put that on my vision board. And there's something to the effects of like, you could be Rihanna meets Louise Hay in 2021. (laughs) And you sent that to me kind of joking. And I was like, like it hit me and I was like I'm putting that on my vision board and it is it's on my vision board it's my desktop background (laughs) like that is something that even though it's silly right like it doesn't always have to be so deep and like intense and emotional but it was just a silly moment where you also really saw me and who I wanted to be in the world and in my life and I saved it on purpose. I was like, that's something that I need to remind me on the days where I feel like I'm not doing anything or I feel like I'm, you know, a million miles away from what I want to create. That's something that I can look at and be like, oh yeah, right. Okay. And I can keep going and like lift myself up. And it's a silly moment, but it was one that I really treasured. And it's still like, it's on my vision board. But I think that's the powerful thing. One, I don't even remember sending that text message. That's so funny because I said it, like, again, kind of just like, haha, like in passing. Um, But I think that's so important about friendships is to be able to know, one, know what someone's vision is and see them in that vision when they are going through a moment of, like, self-doubt. And reminding them of like, this is what you wanted. This is how I see you. Even if you can't see yourself or remember what you're working towards in this particular moment. Yeah. To me, that's that's true accountability. I want to circle back to that. To me, that's accountability. It's Mm. not like, did you get your, you know, protein shake in today? Did you do your (laughs) 10,000? Like, I'm like, I don't fucking care about the minutia of it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, to me, that's accountability. It's like holding someone Mm. to their truth. Yeah. Fuck, that's good. Um, Yeah, that's really good. And 
I'm just like soaking that in and thinking, <laughs> me too I'm old. like I'm gonna clip that <laughs> like how grateful I am that we decided to have this conversation <laughs> for the podcast specifically because like we could talk about this on the phone on a Friday night or whatever but yeah to put it out on the podcast feels like a really beautiful invitation for people to like just have a moment of reflection of who's around them and you know, if they're really uplifting each other and supporting each other and seeing each other, because as I'm thinking about it, my, and I only have a few close, close friends and those people are easily like hands down, aside from my family members, they are the people that I'm most grateful to know in the world. Mm-hmm. Like I cherish them at such a high level because there's such a like tenderness about our friendships, but there's also this really profound kind of container and almost a boundary too of like, I fully see you and I fully support you and I will always call you back into that. And it's completely mutual. And that is like one of the biggest gifts of my life within each of those friendships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I do think good friendships can be very grounding um, in that sense, especially after a year like 2020, where just I feel like everything was like very floaty and swimmy and just right. yeah. to, to be able to have those anchors. Um, is so, is so, so important. And, and I think too, and I know this came up recently with like a different situation of having, feeling safe in approaching a friend of like, Hey, I'm noticing some things. And I don't think that these behaviors or this attitude or this mindset is serving you. And it's so hard to to have that conversation and to do it delicately. Um, but there was a situation where I was like, I don't feel comfortable going to this particular friend and having this difficult conversation with them because I don't think that they're open to constructive feedback, you know? And I'm not great with being like delicate and like bringing things up in a way that's like a, a slow unraveling. <laughs> like I'm very much like we're chopping the onion, peeling off the skin, like breaking that shit open. Um, So that's something like I personally have to work on. But even me having the fear of like, I might lose this friendship if I bring up this topic to me was like a signal and a red flag of like, this might not be a good friendship for me. Like this might be someone that I'm an acquaintance with that I, you know, harbor no ill feelings towards. But to me, I realized at that moment, like the fact that I was having so much hesitancy that this probably wasn't a good friend. Mm, Yeah. I think that's a really potent uh, invitation for whoever's listening. Also, because I can fully like picture myself listening to this podcast, pretending I don't know either of us and thinking like, well, this is really beautiful, but some of the relationships in my life some of the friendships that I have, I just, I don't think I could do that with them. Right. And it's, it's kind of, it comes off kind of like middle schooly to call it a test, but really I think it's a, 
it's a big test in a friendship to be able to say exactly what you were just saying like hey this is some behavior this is a pattern this is something that i'm seeing you um believe about the world or yourself that i really just want to like have a conversation about and to open that is a huge test for a friendship um and i don't think that anyone <laughs> should have friendships that aren't open to that and that aren't willing to even if even if the response is okay i hear you and i'm not in a place to have that conversation right now like can you ask me in a couple days or you know if it happens again bring it up again kind of thing but i really believe that like every friendship should be strong enough and open enough and non-judgmental enough to have space for that right mm -hmm. and a big part of that is like knowing that the person you're friends with is fully open to your feedback yeah absolutely because yeah I do think if someone's listening to this episode and they're like I don't have anyone in my life that I can like speak to in this way it's almost like the fear of like the loneliness of like okay if I don't have anyone like and these are all my friends and then I get rid of them and I have no one like yeah. what is the greater thing like the fear of the loneliness or like the fear of having a toxic relationship or, or you know friendship whatever so yeah and that's such a hard place to be in but I think it also speaks to you know um the amount of energy and effort you put into yourself, I think also attracts these types of friendships. Um, Ooh, yeah. Because I know for, like, I know you do a ton of work on yourself. I also do a ton of work on myself. And that's a big reason of why, like, I can hold so much grace and compassion for you is because I've been able to show myself that grace and compassion and be like, I don't understand explicitly like every single detail of what Riley might be going through when she texts me a certain thing. And I'm like, I don't know. But at the same time, like I can hold the space of like grace and compassion and like an understanding and asking inquisitive questions to try to really nourish whatever it is that you're, you know, experiencing. Um, so I think if someone wants to have really healthy relationships, friendships with their family or friends or whatever, like it, it also is a, a huge part of it is the work that you put on, put into yourself. Yeah, that's, I'm so glad that you spoke to that and pointed to that because it could not be more true. <laughs> the, the amount of work that you are willing to I was gonna say like do for yourself, but I think really like give to yourself and, and let it be a gift, right? Like the capacity that you have to be with your own depths and shadows and meet yourself in a journey of healing and wanting to grow and do and be better every single day, that will naturally, not only just on like, a, a woo-woo kind of line right. but that will that will very literally 
on an energetic level change your vibration, which will change the vibration that is attracted to you and the type of person that wants to be around you. Um, and that's where there's like those TikToks of like, you've changed. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> that was the point, you know? Um, and that, that brings in the kinds of friendships that are aligned in this way. And it doesn't mean that other friendships have to like die or that they're toxic. They might just be, you know, shallow or surface level and not really deep and nourishing or, um, you know, supportive and that's okay. But I think, you know, we should all, I think we're all worthy of a friendship that is wildly supportive and mm -hmm. will also very lovingly push you. Right. Yeah. And I, again, like, I don't, I don't think every friendship has to be super deep and super like intellectual and super, you know, like you were saying, wildly supportive and like, you know, growing and all of those things. I think some friendships, they are reserved for like, you know, I, like I remember in my early 20s and I started to outgrow this when I stopped drinking, like I remember realizing like some of my friends, I was only friends with them because we would go out drinking. Like they weren't the friends that I would text to be like, hey, my dad's in the hospital. My grandpa just had a stroke. Like I'm having a pain. Like they were, they were not those friends. Um, that I would yeah. text in those situations and that's okay. Like that's also okay to, to have space in your life for like friends that you just go out and have fun with. Um, but I think as you begin like deepening your relationship with yourself, like your needs become different and you're like, I need more nurturing friendships, more nurturing relationships that I and people that I can really count on. Um, so again, I think it goes back to like that whole conversation of just deepening the work with yourself. Um, but, and I think as you begin to realize like how multifaceted you are as an individual of like, you need those creative friends, you need those fun friends, you need those friends who are going to push you. You need those like business minded friends. Like you can hold space for all of those people for different facets of your life. If that makes, if that's making sense. Yeah, totally. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. And I think too, like as, as I've gotten older too, like having friends that are older is so, so valuable to me because I will get stuck in like a present moment, which is great. But it's also, I'm like, if I'm not feeling a hundred percent and I'm not feeling great in the present moment, I'm like, oh my gosh, is the rest of my life going to feel like this? So to have friends who are like, have had some real life experiences where they're like married, divorced, remarried, have kids, like been through multiple careers and like moved a bunch or whatever their, their circumstances are for them to like, give me that perspective of like, this is just one chapter in your life. Like you have so much more coming up for you is like, to me, I thrive off of that sometimes. Oh yeah, me too. And I would say like those older friends, like I have a friend specifically that's 10 years older than me and she is so amazing and I love her so much. And we have like a, a sisterly relationship. I very much see her as like the older sister that I never had. And she's a mentor to me in that way. Right. And 
it's not from a space of like me paying her to coach me, but just her from a place of love being like, Hey, little sister, like I got you and I see you on your journey. And that is so meaningful. Like those types of relationships, I just think are the coolest in the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So not to throw you on the spot, but I also think that this is going to be like a true testament so people can like actually see and to kind of like wrap this up too. What is like one area that you see in me that you think I can push myself more towards? If you need to think about it, that's fine. Like I can edit out the dead air. No, no, that's good. You said you were going to throw me on the spot and I got all nervous. Um, (laughs) I, this is really good. I would say that you resist being confident. Hmm. In what ways? Like, like I can feel from you that there's so much confidence in your work and in who you are as a person. And I think that sometimes that just creates a resistance in you. And so you shrink a little bit. Mm, and I, I would like that. to see you just fucking own it. <laughs> I know. I sometimes, I do. I think sometimes, because I think I came from a lot of friendships that, when I was overly confident, it was like, I was told like, it's too much. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So like I began to dim my light a little bit. Um, So yeah, I totally, I totally hear that. Yeah. That's the one thing I would say. And I'm fully open to you answering that question in the reverse. I would love to hear what your response is. Mm, Okay. Um, Oh, this is hard, but mostly because I'm not good with like words in these situations. I think for me, I think there's another layer of vulnerability that you can peel back. Like sometimes I think like there's, how do I phrase this? Like, I feel like there's more that you want to say, but you don't say. And I'm like, where's the like hesitance, almost like resistance too of like that vulnerability. Does that make sense? Yeah, that fully makes sense. That's really funny too, because I haven't put it into those exact words or I don't think I've even like talked about it with friends, but in the content that I've been writing lately, which will be out in like the next few months, I'm sure. Um, there's definitely, like, you can tell I'm pushing that edge of like, you know what? I have more to say, damn it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I think it also speaks to like you sharing like your experiences, um, of like moments where like you've had to be vulnerable or like there's something that comes up that like makes you uncomfortable to share. Like usually those like shame, like hard things, like I for myself too, like it's difficult. Um, like to me, like that's the bread and butter. Like that's the stuff I want to see from people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, that yeah. makes me a little like narcissistic where I'm like, I want to see people's pain. But like it, I truly do because I think for myself, like I, I've carried so much pain and I've carried so much that I'm like, 
I want to see what other people are going through too. But so I'm speaking specifically to your content, but even like friendship wise, like I think there's like another layer of vulnerability that I feel like there's a resistance to of that. So I'm glad that that resonated with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, it's really funny because somebody mentioned that the other day, they were like, I think I asked them if I could write more or something different. They were like, I want to hear more of your story. And I was like, Oh my God, I didn't even realize it, but I get, I have a tendency to be so passionate and focused on like what the message is that I want to share that I put all of my energy into that and just forgetting that like I have a whole story that also has value and that also ties into the message. And so, yeah, I'm learning how to bring those two things together. Yeah. And it's so hard. I mean, and there's certain things too, like I've shared that people will bring up to me sometimes. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I can't believe I shared that. And I completely forgot it will be something I said on the podcast. And it kind of like stings me a little bit because I'm like, oh, like (laughs) if you're not like on stage, you don't, you can't conceptualize the reach that you have or like how many people are actually listening and like absorbing like these embarrassing stories that you're sharing about yourself. Um, So it can be a really, a really challenging thing, but I think there's so much power in the stories that we share about ourselves, especially online. Yeah. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Like there's, there's so much power in healing and magic and storytelling and And we think like, oh, I don't want to like talk about myself. I just want to inspire the world. But when we talk about ourselves, we kind of like validate the human experience and what all of that encompasses, like the resilience, the pain, the heartache, the Mm -hmm. beautiful, awe-inspiring moments that are wrapped up in all of that as well. Um, So yeah, I hear you. I will be intentionally leaning into that more. (laughs) And I think, too, to circle back, like, another thing that you said to me, too, like, a while ago was, like, it's okay to grow. Like, it's Mm. safe for you to grow. And I think sometimes I get caught in that, too, of, like, I know what's good for me. I know what's best for me. But there's almost a resistance to, to grow to like actually like fully step into that. And I think part of that plays into like the confidence thing too, that you brought up. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody experiences that because there's, there's tension in growth, right? Like Mm -hmm. we have to push ourselves into that and we don't really want to, even though we know what's on the other side, or at least we know that what's on the other side is, you know, beautiful and worth it. And magical and at the same time we doubt ourselves enough where it's like I don't I don't want to do that yeah absolutely like I think it's even too when people say like oh I want the truth like I want the truth of the situation it's like sometimes such truth is painful and sometimes (laughs) growth is painful and like yeah it's like you have this image of like growth and pain and like truth that's like something that's beautiful and grounding and stable and it's like my therapist told me this. He's like, there's chaos and transition. Um, and I was like, oh, that's, I want to like print that out and 
<laughs> posted yeah, everywhere. Write it yeah. on your mirror. <laughs> yeah. um, because we have to like allow grace in that, in that, in those situations of like, yeah, like it's going to kind of suck in the beginning, <laughs> but like you have to pull through that. And I think that's when having a good friendship is important because they can help you see like, Hey, remember, this is what you're working towards. Like, just cause you're feeling a certain way in this moment doesn't mean you're going to feel like this forever. Like you're going to get to that other side. Yeah. And I think that we, we need each other. Like, this is something I believe so strongly is that we all need each other. And you can say that and it's like cliche and whatever, but the, the kind of turnaround on that is that you are also needed. Right. And I think that's why there's so much magic and beauty in friendships and relationships and creative collaborations and business collaborations, like all of that, because that's a space where we can be supported, but we can also support another person. Absolutely. We totally, we need each other. And I think we need to feel, we need to feel needed in certain sense, in a certain way, like not in a, like, again, not, yeah. co- not be in a codependent type of way, but just that yeah. we're like providing value. And that I think, especially as leader, like trying for both of us being leaders, I think we derive a lot of purpose of like being able to support other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a sense of belonging, right? It doesn't have to be like, if nobody needs me then who am I and why am I here? But it's right. Right. Because you know, you have that, that value to offer to someone, you know, that you belong, if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's a really beautiful way to end this. Is there anything else that you want to speak to? No, no. As I said that, I was like, oh, that's a, that would be a pretty, a really pretty place to end it. So I'm glad you (laughs) felt that too. (laughs) Yeah, I think this was a really good episode and I hope um, that everyone listening can truly like feel supported um in nourishing their friendships and their relationships yeah ditto and I probably already said this in the intro but all of Riley's links will be down below for her Instagram and or any other links that you want to share with me so definitely go and check out all of her content Mm